So let's go. Yes, 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 yes. Welcome to episode 31 of the VDOT and Friends podcast. This is DJ VDOT, a.k.a. your auntie's favorite DJ, a.k.a. the lead singer of the group, a.k.a. your granny's favorite referral coordinator, a.k.a. the late night plumber, a.k.a. Vinny Omega. First, I want to start off with a shout out to all the listeners. Shout out to all the listeners from, of course, my hometown of Virginia. Shout out California. Shout out New York. Shout out Texas. Shout out uh, Middle America. Shout out Southern Southern America. Shout out the whole U.S. of A. You know. Also, shout out the U.K. Shout out Sweden. Shout out Egypt. Shout out um, Portugal. Shout out the whole world, you know, we always gotta, uh, actually we gotta salute our king right now, King Kofi, Mr. 24-7, Mr. Got Your Ass, you know, the new WWE champion, we will talk about that here on this episode, uh, we'll also talk about some wrestling news, we'll talk about NXT, was this one of the greatest NXTs of all time, we'll chat it up, uh, make sure you subscribe to the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, CastBox, Radio Public, Overcast, Podcast.co, or even on the Anchor app itself. Download the Anchor app, Google Play, or the App Store. Search for VDOT and Friends. Like it. You can even leave messages for said show. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, we're definitely going to talk about some good things this week. Talk about my week. I actually got to go to one of my, uh, actually the very first NBA game um, in my lifetime, so... I'll talk a little bit about that, talk about my drive up to D.C., but I I think I just want to kind of let this ride out for a second, you know, feel good, feel great, you know, it's a great Sunday to come to record so this can drop on Monday, each and every Monday, that's how we're doing moving forward, but uh, let's go ahead and uh, start this up. is an ordinary man. Honey, I'm home. I made dinner. This is a hungry man. Baby, I'm home. How was work today? A few body slams, the usual. I'm starving. What's for dinner? I made your favorite. Hungry man. A whole pound of food men love. Fried chicken, mashed potatoes, corn and pudding. Mind if I join you? Hungry man from Swanson. It's good to be full. Get your own sucker! Okay, so, um, yeah, I had a good week this week, man. Um, well, it started off, Monday, it started off in Portsmouth. Um, but I, I did a good talk game. I really got myself out of there in maybe an hour and a half, two hours tops. So, I mean, she's good to go. There's still one thing we couldn't do because just in life, old people don't end up with broken hands as often as they do with a broken hip, and she don't have to worry about broken hips, so I didn't have to teach her that. But she, uh, she's good to go. I know if I told y'all last week, Tuesday was uh, the last game of the season, I want to say, for the Washington Wizards. It was a nothing game, you know. They were facing the Celtics. Kyrie was out. Gordon Haywood was out. Ja, I think Jalen Brown was the only, the only starter that played for them. And then on the... Uh, on the Wizards, you had Bradley Bill, uh, 
which he set down after the uh, first half because he ended up breaking a record. Um, I think it's it was something most points in Wizard history or, or some combination of something like that. But salute to Bradley Bill. He got down. We were in the uh, 107 section. I don't know if you ever been in the 100s for any type of event, but uh, once you do that, you can't go any higher. <laughs> like it's a wrap for anything. Other than I would say uh, the amphitheater here in Virginia Beach, I wouldn't mind being far, far back because that's where it's the that's where the party's at for real. If, if they got the lawn open, the party's always popping on the lawn. For travel uh, travel purposes purposes for you, you know. Um, but we were we were close enough to see Dwight Howard and and John Wall's conversations about what they were about to do after this game because it meant nothing to neither one of them. The, the Wizards had to lose uh, for a better spot in the uh, upcoming draft lottery. Everybody's trying to get Zion Williamson um, <laughs> this year. It's a possibility that uh, it might end up in New York because New York did have one of the worst records this year. So, if it, if it was up to me or my my early, I say my early prediction of who's going to get that number one, we might end up in a moment like uh, back when Shaquille O'Neal came into the league. I know Orlando got that first pick one year to pick Shaquille. And then somehow, some way, they ended up with the first pick the following year. To get uh, Penny Hardaway from Memphis. But um, what if the Lakers do end up with uh, the first round pick? Or my team, Miami, you know what I'm saying? What if the Heat end up with the first that first number one pick? Boy, Zion would be definitely be an addition to us. Would make a, the, uh, the Heat the king of the East again, no doubt. But if he got on the Lakers, with what they got going on right there, and with all the, the rumors that this uh, this might be the last year we see this Golden State Warriors team together, I don't know, man. It's going to be real interesting next year. But, um, yeah, that was cool. So, D.C. is a cool town. Um, I didn't dig the whole – I didn't know it was that many hills down in that city. I went for a little two-mile uh, hike. To go visit a spot that I wanted to go check out. And shout out to Lit City. But um, it said, oh, two miles. I was like, okay. And I looked at the time. I was like, normally it take, who you know, you don't really think a two-mile walk while you're sitting there talking would take a long time. Two hours later, <laughs> we finally get back to the room. We had enough time to use the bathroom, take a couple shots. Go to the arena because we were walking distance to the arena. Enjoyed the game. Uh, we woke up the next morning. We went to the Holocaust Museum, which was dope. Um, there was a lot of, lot of, the one thing that really stuck out to me on that was the, uh, they had an area where all the people took off their shoes before they got into the gas chambers. And they had all those shoes. And it was a, it was a odd, like, leathery smell. Like, they'll just... So the Holocaust, what was early 40s, you know what I'm saying? So from the early 40s to now, they they preserved those for the, for the exhibit. And um, it was a, it was some, definitely a good learning experience. Shout out to Manny for picking that uh, for picking that spot out for our little tour. But uh, we got home. 
went to work the following two days and weekend was here. Um, shout out to my, my youngest sister, Sydney. Her birthday was Thursday. She turned 22. In fact, I'm um, actually on the way to go check her out. We're about to go eat this Cheesecake Factory. I'm going to go in there and ball on a budget. <laughs> See if I can find one of those lighter options, you feel me? But um, that should be a good time. So with that said, enough about me, enough about what I'm going to do. It'll be wrestling news time, and then we'll go over NXT. I got to say, um, man, NXT was exciting. Dope. Any other uh, feel-good word I can think of at the moment? Definitely was a dope show. Um, we'll go into that. We'll go into WrestleMania. We'll go into these wrestling news. There's some stories out there that I don't know how true they are. I don't know if they're, what's to believe, but... Um, We'll definitely deep dive into that and uh, give my opinion on a couple of them. So here we go. All right, so let's uh, go ahead and jump into the wrestling news. First off, first bit of news. Is the first time since 1998 since Dwayne The Rock Johnson held the WWE Championship that a man that looks similar to him has also held that WWE Championship. So, well, gotta give it again. Gotta give a shout out to my man Kofi Kingston, Mr. 24-7, aka Mr. Gotcho, as in Gotcho ass. He got Daniel Bryan's ass at WrestleMania this week. Hey, I'm happy. Can't be mad. You know. Uh, other things that happened throughout the week. <clears throat> uh, the Undertaker has now signed a new deal with the WWE. Uh, so don't look for him to be making any appearances, possibly at StarCast now, because uh, Big Evil is locked in for a few more years. I want to give a shout out to uh, the Rainmaker. Kazushka Okada for picking up the IWGP Heavyweight Championship this, uh, over the past weekend. Defeating Jay White at the G1 Supercard. Uh, shout out to Matt Taven for becoming the Ring of Honor Championship. Or champion, I'm sorry. <coughs> shout out to the Gorillas of Destiny for becoming the Ring of Honor Champions on top of the IWGP Heavyweight Champions. Uh, definitely some good things. Wiley Mania started off the the, the wrestling weekend. Um, you can check out Wrestle Rap with Emilio Sparks and Real Life Cast. Uh, here's some of the interviews and some of the the things that went down during Wiley Mania. Also, you can probably put that hashtag in also and uh, find anything on social media. Samoa Joe was extra hype um, with the public service announcement. You know that track by Jay Z. That was a good video there. We uh, coronated Kofi Kingston that night uh, with our original King, King Booker, uh, passing on the torch, as you would say, at the Wally Mania event. And then things started getting, you know, a little weird. Um, to each his own. I don't knock any wrestling fan. I try not to at least. But, um... There was a few fans in attendance for Joey Ryan's penis party. 
Um, All right, positive. What's the positives in this? Be positive, Vince. Be positive. Um, it's not really well. The positive. It got a lot of hits online. I can't say that. It did get the people talking. Um, just not my thing. So I didn't want to catch that. I am mad. I missed the blood sport though with uh, Game Changer Wrestling. Uh, they didn't have any ring ropes, and they pretty much had like MMA style fights. Uh, in a tournament, Davy Boy Smith Jr. was in it. Uh, I want to say Dan Severin was in it. Uh, a few more MMA stars. One MMA star called out Brock Lesnar, said, I got into business just to face you. So maybe we'll see him here in a couple of weeks. Or I say a couple of weeks, a couple of years. Maybe he'll get his chance to fight the Beast. Other wrestling news. So move on to Saturday night. The Hall of Fame. During the Hall of Fame uh, speech of the Hart Foundation, Bret Hart and Natalia, a fan decided to uh, ambush Bret Hart and Natalia, throwing Bret onto the ground, which caused uh, the first line of defense, which was T Travis Brown, Ronda Rousey's uh, husband, that got the first blow in. Then out comes Davy Boy Smith Jr. through the crowd. He gets a couple of licks in, gets pulled off by Big Show. And then shout out to the King Dash Wilder for uh, getting that knockout blow on home. Now there's one rule in life when you go to a wrestling event. Say this a little bit closer. There's one rule that you must follow when you go to a wrestling event. No matter if it's WWE, New Japan, Ring of Honor, uh, PWG, Impact. Doesn't matter. The number one rule is do not cross the barricade. I don't know how many situations or how many times somebody's going to get tore off for you people to realize do not cross that barricade. Because if you cross that barricade, it's real. It's real life. And they're coming for you. Moving on to Sunday, uh, we did get a new Universal Champion. Uh, Seth Rollins ended up defeating Brock Lesnar. Now there is a story running around, running around right now. I don't know how true it is, but uh, supposedly the reason why that match went first is because Brock Lesnar demanded to go on last, and since he didn't, he bitched and complained and said, "Well, I'm going on first. He went on first, dropped the title, cussed out Vince, and left the building. Don't know how true that story was because, of course, nobody can't fact check that. But, um, in my opinion, it sounds like it could have happened. Definitely could have been something Brock could have done. Um, if we saw the, uh, I don't know if you saw the, w, the WWE 24 for last year's WrestleMania, um, after beating Roman Reigns, he, uh, Brock Lesnar threw the Universal title at Vince and told him, Are you happy now? So, I could believe that happened. Another thing that happened, uh, the Boston Hug Connection uh, were actually defeated. And the Iconics are the new WWE Women's Tag Team Champions. Supposedly, uh, Sasha Banks and Bailey are both uh, very frustrated with their roles within the company. Uh, it's been said that Sasha Banks is actually threatened to quit. 
due to being told by Triple H that her and Bailey were going to have a a nice solid run with these titles, defending them all over the place, and which I thought they were also. But according to the backstage, Vince changed his mind, wanted the Iconics uh, to walk away WrestleMania champions, which is a good look. It's a good move. I think it works. Sasha and Bailey came up as single stars. I think they need to go back to being single stars. There's plenty of their uh, talent that are just sitting around that could be better contenders, in my opinion, for the uh, the women's title. But with all those rumors coming out and just seeing the you know seeing the history of um, of Sasha Banks there, I have uh, two ways of thinking of this. So. The first way of thinking of this is think of it like a person, pretty much. Um, let's say you went to your job, you performed to the best of your ability, and I can totally relate with how she's feeling because in the position that I'm at now, I feel like I I do a lot. I always say yes. I don't fuss. I don't fight. I get the job done. I am the uh, market trainer, so I'm training people to be as good as me or get on my level. And we're one of the best, if not the best, uh, department within the whole company when it comes to things that we do. And I constantly see other people get the opportunities that I know I deserve. But for some reason, I'm not getting those opportunities. And I can never put my finger on it. Why? So... With that, I definitely can see where Sasha's coming from. Now, the wrestling fan in me looks at it a little bit different. Now, the wrestling fan in me says, understand, Sasha is a very competitive person, but I don't think she should feel she's being left out of, of, of situations. I mean, she granted she is a, a five-time women's champion herself, Granted, she didn't. She could never actually defend said title. Still selling merch out the building. Uh, shoot, last year's WrestleMania for the uh, the women's battle royal. Her, herself, Bailey, and Becky were the only three women that actually got their own music for this battle royal. Everybody else came out to a default. They treat Sasha very well, and. As a wrestling fan in me, it just sometimes it looks like she feels that she's supposed to be the champion at all times, which is great. You're supposed to. You're supposed to. But you have to know there is a other women there that are also fighting for those same opportunities. You got to look at the Iconics. The Iconics came up as a tag team, been a tag team pretty much since their inception in NXT. And they never had anything to stick their teeth into. Go ahead and let them girls get that title. Um, Rusev uh, went on Twitter. Pretty much said Botchmaster upset. Then then leave. I don't know if I want to go that far with my decision. But honestly, if you, if you feel you'll be happy somewhere else, you feel like you can make a, a name for yourself. Because you will have to make a completely new name for yourself because Sasha Banks is owned by the WWE 
all that merchandise, all that, that will you go back to Mercedes? Will you just be the boss? I mean, what would you do? Tell me, how do y'all think on uh, Twitter and Instagram at V dot underscore the underscore DJ Snapchat DJ V dot seven five seven. Um, we're going to my ice is uh, actually getting low on my cup. So let me go fill that cup up. Some more ice, throw some yak on top of it. Then we'll get into uh, NXT takeover and we'll get into uh, WrestleMania. So, before we get into uh, these uh, results with my predictions also, I think I got to say, this possibly um, was maybe the best NXT TakeOver in history. Since they've been doing this since what February twenty fourth, twenty fourteen. This is the best one. This is the best one from from top to bottom, and that's even with me being at the one in New Orleans last year, which started off with that ladder match, that was fire. But the crowd, there live, we kind of died down because we took all of our energy screaming in that first match. This wasn't the case at all. Shout out to the crowd, first off, for being live the whole, what, two hours of the show? Salute to y'all, because y'all, y'all held it down for us fans watching on TV. So we're going to go ahead and get to the first match. It was the uh, NXT Tag Team Championship, uh, where the Roar Raiders defeated Aleister Black and Ricochet. And a dope match. A great opening match. Um, this was Aleister Blatt's and Ricochet's last match with NXT, so they got the, the bow out. Um, they had a scare with Ricochet, thought he might have got injured in that match, so the match went a little bit shorter than expected, but still, dope match. So I was, um, and I, like I said, I predicted the War Raiders to win that one. So started night 1-0. Next up, we had a Velveteen Dream defeating Matt Riddle in another fire, excellent match. Uh, Matt Riddle looked extremely strong in this match. Thought we might have possibly got a heel turn from the bro, but uh, bro was respectful towards the end because Velveteen won with a quick roll-up. But uh, yeah, Dream took the ass-whooping of a lifetime from your boy Matt Riddle. If you didn't get a chance to watch this match, if you didn't get a chance to watch this whole pay-per-view, make sure you go back to check that out. Because that jump was fire. Moving forward, we have champion Pete Dunne defending his WWE United Kingdom Championship against Walter. Uh, Word on the street, that could have been match of the year. It was ups, it was downs. It was the second where we thought Pete Dunne would actually pull off with the victory. 
but Walter ended up getting the best of him with the the power bomb off of the top rope into a and then a splash for the one two three. Man, um, shout out to Pete Dunne though. He went almost seven hundred days holding on to that championship, longest in uh, the modern era when it comes to WWE and holding on the titles. Maybe the superstar shakeup coming up here soon. We might see Pete Dunne on Raw or SmackDown. We'll see how it goes. Next up, we had the Fatal 4-Way uh, for the NXT Women's Championship. Where um, I did pick Bianca Belair to pull out the victory there. But I was surprised and shocked, kind of like half of the crowd, when Saint Shayna Baszler was able to retain her NXT Women's Championship. Um... People thought this was probably going to be the, the, the slow match of the night, and they thought they were going to be able to get up and do them. But even though it was only 16 minutes long, it was 16 minutes long as a fire. Last up, we had the two out of three falls match for the vacant NXT championship, where Johnny Gargano finally got over the hump, defeating Adam Cole 2-1 uh, to become the new NXT champion. Can't say nothing bad about this match. Everything was great about this match. The storytelling, the physicality, the end of the match where Tommaso Ciampa actually came out, hugged Johnny Gargano, had the moment uh, before NXT TakeOver went off. So let's um, read some things here. Now, the event has received widespread acclaim. Um... Jake St. Pierre, a 4-1-1 mania, rated it a perfect event, saying it's getting to the point where I don't know which takeover event stands out the most, but I'd be damned if this New York one didn't show off. Um, Meltzer actually awarded 4.5 stars for both the NXT Tag Team Championship and the North American Championship, uh, 4.75 for Walter and Dunn, 3.75 for the women's, and gave a 5.5 to Gargano and Cole, breaking uh, WWE's all-time record of matches. So pretty much, according to Dave Meltzer, this NFC Championship was the greatest match of all time in WWE. We'll go ahead and cut this segment off, and then we're going to jump into WrestleMania. All right, WrestleMania, WrestleMania, WrestleMania. The eight hour show. And I'm shout out to me for actually um I made it through the whole thing, man. Pat on the back, you hear it? Whole thing. So let's go ahead and run through these real quick. And wrap this podcast up. So, first match we had was the uh, Cruiserweight Championship. Tony Nese actually defeated Buddy Murphy. Um, Good match. Enjoyed everything about it. I can't say this about the card, though. It didn't seem like a match was too long, other than the Triple H versus Batista, but everything else flowed pretty much the way it was supposed to. Um, But I did predict Tony Nese to win this one, so... Want to know for your boy here. And I'm going to just let you know that I think I've, I've missed uh, out of this whole WrestleMania. I was um, I was wrong on three. 
or correction, I was wrong on four. Five. Yeah, I was wrong on five. So as predictable as it looked in the beginning, things actually went different ways. Moving on to the second pre-show match or the kickoff match, Carmella actually um, won the Women's Battle Royal. Um, my pick was Asuka because I felt like there was no other option but Asuka. But I was wrong. Moving forward, we got uh, the Raw Tag Team Championships where uh, Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder actually defeated the Revival. Um, they retained the following night on Monday Night Raw too. So they were Raw Tag Team Champions moving into the Superstar Shakeup. Next up, we had the Men's Battle Royal, where uh, Braun Strowman won by um, eliminating Colin Jost from a weekend update from Saturday Night Live. My pick was uh, Apollo Crews, you know. He was looking very strong throughout the, the, the past, or the few weeks before WrestleMania, so I thought he had a chance of winning. Didn't think Braun was actually going to com complete the whole match, but he did, and Braun got the win. Uh, like we said earlier, Seth Rollins defeated Brock Lesnar in a match that lasted 2 minutes and 30 seconds. Uh, Brock did try to get the upper hand before the match uh, actually started with a beatdown. Didn't let your boy Seth actually even get in the ring, you know. But uh, Seth ended up getting the win, and he is the new Universal Champion. Next up, we had AJ Styles defeating Randy Orton in a dope match. Um, AJ actually injured himself during this match. Hope to see him real soon. Uh, he's dealing with a hip injury, uh, due to the, uh, the phenomenal forearm he hit off of the, uh, top rope to the floor. Next up, we had the Usos retaining against Aleister Black Rick and Ricochet, Rusev and Shinsuke, and The Bar. Uh, dope match. I enjoyed it. it. was high flying. It wasn't long. It did what it needed to do. The Usos picked up the victory. Uh, they end, they did end up losing to the Hardy Boys on Tuesday night at SmackDown. Um, my my prediction is I think they're going to be on Raw this time next week. Uh, well, we might actually see them on Raw Monday night. So um, I'm excited to see the Usos over to the Red Brain. They can help build that tag team division up the way they did in SmackDown. Moving forward, we had the uh, the sleeper match of the night, actually. The Falls Count Anywhere match between Shane McMahon and The Miz, where the Shane McMahon actually got the win, but Miz had suplexed him through um, a bear, uh, through, I guess, what was it? I guess li the lighting area um, in MetLife Stadium. But it was dope. It was dope. Uh, the meme of the century actually came from this match. Um, the Miz's dad posted up like he wanted to fight Shane. You can check that all over social media now and get your laugh on. I did. All right. Moving forward. Like I said, the Iconics ended up defeating the uh, Boston Hug Connection. Nia Jackson Tamina and Beth Phoenix and Natalia. Uh, Beth Phoenix actually looked very great in this. She hit the glam slam off the top rope where it looked like they were going to actually win. But the Iconics found out a way or found a way uh, to pull off that victory. Kofi Kingston defeated Daniel Bryan. Um, I'm not even going to front. 
I, I had thug tears. <laughs> thug tears were definitely uh, flowing when my man Kofi Kingston got that one, two, three. And I was scared when Monday night came because they were doing the whole title for title thing. And it looked like, I was like, come on, man. Can I live on this on this high for at least a couple of more days? Don't take this away from me. But the match was uh, interrupted. And then uh, it looks like we're we're going to be seeing uh, maybe Kofi versus Drew McIntyre here in the near future for, uh, for that WWE Championship. Uh, next, the shortest match of the night was uh, Samoa Joe choking out Rey Mysterio to uh, retain his United States Championship. Then we had uh, Roman Reigns, the return of Roman Reigns, defeating Drew McIntyre in a pretty hard-hitting 10-minute match. Uh, but Roman did pull off with the victory. Triple H defeated Batista in a no-holds-barred match in the longest match of the night. It went 25 minutes. Uh, one of the the remember one of the remembered spots of that was uh, Triple H taking some pliers and ripping out Batista's nose ring. Um, definitely intense. Definitely hard hitting. Salute to Batista. We 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 thank you. We appreciate you. Uh, go make that Hollywood money and make us proud. Uh, next up, we had Baron Corbin uh, defeating Kurt Angle in his last match in six minutes and five seconds. Like I said, with all these matches, even though it still went five five hours, uh, eight hours total, the flow of the WrestleMania just it, it just worked. It, it 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 worked the way it was supposed to. Like it didn't feel like you were locked up. Pretty much watching wrestling. <clears throat> uh, next, we had Finn Balor uh, defeating Bobby Lashley to uh, become the Intercontinental Champion. Another short match, four minutes and five seconds. Uh, it was the Demon. The Demon uh, got off. I think the longest part of this whole match was the uh, the entrances, to be honest. But... Uh, Finn Balor is now your two-time Intercontinental Champion. Uh, next, we went to the main event, the first time in history where women had headlined at uh, WrestleMania. Becky Lynch, a.k.a. Becky Two Belts, uh, defeated Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair. Now, uh, people were complaining about the botch at the end, uh, where Ronda Rousey's shoulders were up while Becky Lynch pinned her. I thought it was just an opening for her to uh, come back down the line because uh, she did end up breaking her hand in that main event match. Charlotte looked real good. There was one spot between uh, Ronda and Charlotte. And Becky, uh, Ronda was like, told Charlotte she hit like a bitch. She's like, oh, I hit like a bitch and smacked the shit out of her. <laughs> she smacked the shit out of her, though. But um, good match. Other than that, that little hiccup at the end, I enjoyed it. But... um. So let's see. Yeah, I, I was wrong on the on the main event. I was wrong on Baron Corbin. Wrong on the women's tag match. Wrong on Shane versus Miz. Wrong on Braun on the battle and both of the battle royals. Other than that, your boy was on point. <laughs> uh, so where do I rank this in? Wrestle the WrestleManias. It's good. It was a good one. Um, it was better than last year, even though the star power on last year's cards 
had the potential to be something better than what it was. This one, we had very low expectations. I'm not even going front because of how quick the match or the, the card was set up. But uh, definitely a dope moment. The fans got everything that they wanted for the most part. Um, this is this is New Japan-like, but uh, you normally don't see so many titles uh, changing hands. It seems like every Raw title uh, changed hands uh, on WrestleMania. I guess they're getting us ready for the shakeup because out of both of the shows, Raw does need Raw. They do need the most help. Um, they were floundering for a good three to four months. Like, there's nothing they can do right. Um, let's see. So. Who do I think is going to end up on Raw? Who do I think is going to end up on SmackDown? I think the Usos will end up on Raw. I think AJ will end up on Raw. I think Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville will end up on Raw. I think Finn Balor will end up on SmackDown. I think Braun Strowman will end up on... Hmm. No, I got Joe going to Raw. So, Bra- so Braun will stay on Raw. I got Drew McIntyre going to SmackDown. Tag teams. Hmm. Maybe the Revival? And women's women's. Uh, obviously, Becky's going to Raw. Um... Lacey Evans will probably end up on SmackDown. Sanity, with the AOP not being that monster team right now on Raw due to injury, I think Sanity will end up on Raw along with Nikki Cross. We can finally get the the family back together with them. Speaking of families, um, where will Bray end up? Or is he even trying to rush to get back? Because, you know, he doesn't start a whole whole new-ass family. (laughs) So it's, it's 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 plenty of opportunities, but yeah, Mark, jot this down. Remember this: Usos will be on Raw. So let's go ahead and um, we'll go ahead and get out of here. As always, follow me on Twitter and Instagram: v dot underscore the underscore DJ. Snapchat is DJ v dot seven five seven. Subscribe to the podcast at Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Podcast.co, Anchor itself. Yeah, you can download Anchor at the App Store or Google Play. Leave your messages. Leave your hot takes. Uh, tell me if you can tell any differences between this week's episode and uh, the ones in the past. I've been trying some new things. Since there's no anything big coming up for the next few months, we're going to go back to the core of this this podcast, which will be uh, watch-alongs. I got a couple days to actually figure out what I'm going to watch along with and um, discuss. But uh, that's the route that we're going to go. And they're going to drop every Monday. And I think that's pretty much it. So, hey, once again, thanks for listening. I got my work week ahead of me. No days off. 
straight five days. I don't think the next day we're required to have off isn't till freaking Memorial Day, man. So I got to wait like a, what, a good month and a half, six weeks. Then after that, no day off until freaking 4th of July. Then after that, Labor Day. And then we start to get the ones around Christmas, Thanksgiving, things like that. But, yeah, I need some time off. <laughs> Tired of going to work. Tired of helping them people. AEW, look, look out for your boy. Oh, speaking of AEW, they announced some more names for the uh, over-the-budget Battle Royal. My guy, Flying Brian Jr., is going to be in that jank. Shout out to Flying Brian Jr. Um, what do we got locally going on? We got VCW. Uh, last night, we just had Ron Simmons in the, out here in Virginia. Uh, their next show will be, I want to say, Father's Day weekend. Hint, 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 hint to the person on the bed. Um, Scott Hall's going to be in the building. I need to, I need to meet him. I know I was so close to him back uh, WrestleMania weekend, but I'm trying to at least get me a picture too sweet in my home. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, follow me on the social media. Subscribe to the podcast. Like them. Subscribe them. Go to Anchor. Leave messages. And we'll start up next week again um, with those good watch-along episodes. I'm getting hungry again, so I think I'm about to jump on this uh this Cheesecake Factory leftovers. Punish these junks. Take my ass to sleep, man. Y'all take it easy. We'll catch up with y'all next week.